The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. It is day 32 of summer in the Psalms right here on Amen, Brother Ben. It's the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. I appreciate you being a part of the journey. I hope that you are getting your soul fed from the Psalms. I hope it's given you prayers to pray, uh, different ways to worship. Um, I know that the Psalms can be, well, can be a bit much. I get it. That's why so many times we read a Psalm or two along with other scripture, but uh, I, I really have enjoyed just diving in head first to all this and uh, being reminded of so many different things. And again, worship, Praise and prayer are big themes. They're big uh, reasons for this set of books to exist. Um, and we're in the middle of, what are we, book three right now? Um, and I want to look today at Psalm 101. That's right, Psalm 101, um, because it brings out a great point. Something that I, 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 I have to walk a tightrope and balance out because I can go to one side or the other myself and I see other Christians doing it as well where sometimes we're all emotion we're all touchy-feely good oh Jesus loves you and then other times we're not we're the total opposite and we're, we're talking about Jesus's wrath and his anger and you should do this and we're getting very analytical about what scripture says and actually the bible's and we ended up you know getting pharisaical sometimes which means we act like the pharisees back in jesus's time we're legalists and we you can go too far both ways but i will say this one of the things that rings so hollow with me and i think is a big stumbling block when it comes to this generation of Christians or possible potential Christians that end up either leaving the faith or ignoring it um, or rejecting it is they see people that talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. They sound sincere, but the life that they see lived by those same people that cry out to God and, oh, God is so good to me. And then the other six days of the week, they're bums. They're, they're, they act like the devil instead of uh, the Jesus that they supposedly love so much and represent. That's why Psalm 101, I think, exists. This is a Psalm of David. I want to read it to you. We're going to talk about what these, again, we might even go verse by verse. It's, a, it's, about, it's only eight verses, but man, does it, it hit hard. Psalm 101 says this. And by the way, you're reading Psalm 99 through 102 today, if you're following along in um, in, in the reading plan, but I want to look particularly at Psalm 101 because look at what it says. It says, I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. I will be, okay, so, okay, that sounds good. People do that at church. That's okay. Why we sing? I get it. I understand. And then it says in verse two, I will be careful to live a blameless, not a uh, blameless life. When will you come to help me? See, it's not just about about singing about it. It's about living a, the blameless life. Now, obviously, we know that we're not perfect, 
But we're saying we need to try to live this way and we need Jesus's help. When will you come to help me? The Lord needs to help. He says, I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. I hear PKs all that. It's one of my biggest concerns and points of prayer in my own life is for my kids as, as pastor's kids. I've seen so many pastor's kids who are done with the church and they're done with Christianity because they see their parents act a certain way at church and at home, they're totally different. You want to lead a life of integrity in your own home so that you are just as good or just as sinful, that you're not putting on a front anywhere, right? That you are who you are at home and at church. Um, that's important. Uh, verse three says, I refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. I hate all who deal crookedly. I will have nothing to do with them. You know, that's, that's hard to do these days. Uh, movies and music and, and situations that we can find ourselves in, and, and we make the excuse, well, Jesus hung out with sinners. Well, yeah, but he didn't sin with them. They acted more like him. He was the one that, that put the conviction on them to change. And so we have to refuse to look at this stuff, to deal with people and have anything to do with people who are vile and vulgar. And, and that's, again, part of living with integrity. Verse 4 says, I will reject perverse ideas and stay away from every evil. I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. I will not endure conceit and pride. We kind of uh, dust off those little sins like slander and conceit and pride, but those are perverse ideas. They're evil. They're, they're an insult to God and the image of God in people, and so we have to make sure that we are that our worship means that we think so much of God that we are going to make sure that we reject these things and stay away from these things. Verse 6 says, I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve me. Now, this is, of course, King David being a king, and so that means he's going to have people working for him. Uh, but his, his point is, I'm going to be careful who I hire. I'm going to be careful who I let into my inner circle. Yes, we supposed to, we're supposed to love the world. Yes, we're supposed to uh, rub shoulders with sinners so that they can get to know God. But that doesn't mean that we let all the, our guards down and, and we, don't have, um, we don't have some standards of protection um, for, for companionship, for deep friendship. It, you can only go so far in friendship with someone who is doing evil and, and going the opposite way that you are. It says, verse 7, I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house, and liars will not stay in my presence. My daily task will be to ferret out the wicked and free the city of the Lord from their grip. Now, obviously, again, King David has a different set of responsibilities, but, but whatever kingdom that God has given you, all right, I don't, I don't say that to make you big-headed, but whatever... Uh, atmosphere or, um, I don't say atmosphere, but whatever you, little mini universe of control that you have, you need to ferret out the wicked. If you're a parent, you need, you need to make sure that that's your household or your job. You know, if you're working, you do your best to, uh, free the city of the Lord from their grip, whether that be your workplace, whether that be, I don't know, wherever you're at right now, whatever, whatever places that God has given you authority in, you have to make sure that you are doing what Psalm 101 is telling you to do and, and get rid of some of these things and, and protecting and serving uh, what you have. 
Um, that's, that's that's a man. I don't know. It's again, it's a short psalm, but that hits. And that's what God wants from us and expects from us. He doesn't want just lip service. He wants us to be very careful to uh, not only praise him, but live blameless life, uh, lives with his help, live lives of integrity um, that rejects and pushes back the evil of the world and, and is salt and light wherever we go.